0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us here. You know, many people um, spend their life in a place of worry. Uh, uh, This week has been when our camp meeting here in Tampa, and Pastor Rodney said something in one of the meetings that stood out to me. He said, you know, it's about trust. He said, when you don't have uh, all the answers, when you don't have the answers, you don't feel like you have all the answers, you need to be willing to say, God, I trust you with my life. God, I trust you with my life. For for mankind in general, he doesn't want to think that there are things unanswered. You know, the Bible actually says in Romans that it says everything that can be known, that which can be known by God was made visible. And it's talking about sinners who, uh, people who can clearly see through creation that there's a God, can clearly see through the laws of nature, can clearly see uh, by, by looking around them that that there's a God, but they didn't acknowledge him. But it says that which can be known, which is interesting because it's then saying there are things that can't be known about God. You know, for us, we have inquisitive minds. And so for us, there's, we want to know everything. Well, what's heaven going to be like? Do you think God will let me, you know, uh, do you think there'll be roller coasters in heaven? Do you think God will let me ride around on the angels? You know, some of these things that we don't, some of them are just stupid. And the answer is no. If it's a creature full of eyes, you're not going to get on its back and ride it around heaven. All right. Just, um, heaven isn't about you just doing whatever you want. Heaven's about Jesus. (laughs) Life's about Jesus as well. Um, but there's things that we won't know until then. Right. Um, but for many people, when it comes to their life, uh, uh, there's a scripture in the book of Job, Job 36. Let me just read it to you. Um, Job 36, verse 4. And it's something that's really encouraged me, but it says, um, Indeed, my words are not false. Uh, he who is perfect in knowledge is with me. He who is perfect in knowledge is with you. Uh, for us, it's um, uh, there's the plan that God has for our life, but many times the thing that gets us into a place of worry, the thing that gets us into a place of unrest, is what does the future look like? You know, for us, there's the, the trust that is built to say, God, you've called me, whether it's to the ministry but uh, or or even to a, a job, to whatever, Lord, you've called me to your pur- purpose. When I gave you my life, I gave you my future, I gave you myself, I gave you all of me, which is my spirit, my soul, my body, but I gave you my time. I no longer have 24 hours in a day to spend uh, it's your 24 hours. I've been bought with a price. This is a realization that that needs to hit home for us that we don't belong to ourselves. We're not free to make choices. People ask me questions about, um, you know, is it all right to be a Christian and do this and watch this type of movie and do this type of thing, and and the question of tattoos inevitably comes up, and and we we get I get a lot of pushback because I just say you know the Bible says the body's the temple. Of the Holy Spirit. So just like you wouldn't come to my house and graffiti the side of my house. Why? Because it's not your house. It's my house. You can graffiti the side of your own house all you want, but it's my house, right? But when you get born again, what was your body became the Holy Spirit's temple before it's your body. It's not your body first and then his temple next. And so these things come up, right? Um, These questions, how can I get tattoos and still be a Christian? (laughs) If the Lord tells you to get a tattoo, get one. If he doesn't, just leave it alone. It's not your body, it's his body. But so we have these questions that come up about the future. And so people sit in a place of uneasiness and worry about what does the future look like? What does it look like? But God wants you to know that he that is perfect in knowledge is with you. He knows the end from the beginning, the Bible says. That first scripture was Job thirty-six four. Isaiah 46 says that he knows the he'll tell the end from the beginning. That's part of what prophecy is. You know, people think that world religions are the same. Oh, you know, Christianity is the same as this, it's the same as this. And the only difference is... Uh, you know, the one's true and the other's not. And that's that's actually true. The one, it's, but it's not the only thing that's different. The, the Bible's the only book with a ton of prophecy in it. God has been telling the end from the beginning, uh, from the beginning. He's told the end. If you look through the book of Daniel, if you do a study through Daniel and you see how God predicted the rise and fall of of the nations that has happened, you know, Alexander the Great and and the Persian Empire and and on down, even that the Messiah was predicted um, to a Uh, To the T, the year that the Messiah would come is predicted in the book of Daniel. There's some studying that you can do that you can see 700 years before. Um, And stuff that's recorded in history, Uh, how the, the, the Israelites were in Babylon, for 70 years in the book of Jeremiah it says that they'll be there for 70 years and they came out after 70 years the the that's a testimony to the the rea- to the truth of the bible one of those scriptures is enough to show that the bible is is inspired by god it's not man's work you can't predict to the t what's going to happen like that Um, But God has done it many, many, many times. And so you see that God is perfect in knowledge. But for us as Christians, that should be a comforting and reassuring thing. I want to tell you a few things. God knows what the next three years of your life looks like. He knows where you'll be. He knows what doors you need to step through. He knows what the provision will look like. You know God pays for what He orders. So if God's sent you on a mission, if God's sending you somewhere, as long as you're obedient to Him and you res- and you act on the word of the Lord, He will provide for you. You're in the army of the Lord now. You don't no no soldier goes to war at his own expense. God knows what the provision will look like. You know, God knows every challenge that'll fit you'll face in your life. He knows the toughest times you'll ever face. The last time you went through something difficult, He was there with you. He it didn't catch Him by surprise. In seven years from now, He knows what your life will be like. In 20 years from now, He knows what your life will be like. He even knows, if you're unmarried, He even knows who your spouse will be. Don't worry about your spouse. Prepare yourself. Answer the call of God. Whatever He's called you to do, do it with all of your might. That's the best preparation for the future. But God knows what's ahead, and He's with you. And that should encourage you that there's nothing, the Bible says, there's, there's, there's no man that can, Jesus said it to the disciples, no one can pluck you out of my hand. If you're committed to serving God, if you're committed to staying the course, if you're committed to doing what the Bible says, you will make it to heaven. God knows what that looks like. He knows the end from the beginning. And He's not playing games with us. You know, for us, it comes down to trust. He's looking for trust. Part of love is trust. My wife trusts me. My child, my son will trust me. You know, I have a nephew and I have a niece. And then my nephew's uh, about 14 months old. My niece is uh, four years old. But you can see they trust me. They trust me almost like without (laughs) without caution. They'll they'll, I'll I'll mess, I'll pick them up and I'll put them on a countertop and they'll just throw themselves into my arms. And I'm like, man, I'm, you know, I'm glad I was paying attention because they just, they just, they don't know what falling is and not having someone catch them. They trust. And so for us, for what's ahead, many people sit with the question of what will this look like? What's it going to be like in three years? And they're worried. You know, it's in God's best interest to, to promote you. It's in God. He's been working. The Lord has been working in your heart for a long time. He's been working in your life, and then you think all of a sudden He's just going to leave you alone. You know, when it comes to the question of ministry, people ask those questions. Well, what about open doors? You know, pray. Begin to ask the Lord. Lord, Father, I'm asking you, open the door. But it's in God's best interest to open the door for you, and He'll open the door that you're ready for. Why? Because it's His work. You're doing His kingdom. That is really the ultimate key to everything. Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God. When you stand before God and he, and you say, God, I'm just here to do what you've called me to do. I'm here to obey your voice, whether it's in ministry, whether it's in business. When your number one goal becomes the kingdom of God, He's going to open the doors. He's going to provide. does not saying life won't be without a challenge, but God is with you, and He's going to before you. Bible says he goes before you and makes the crooked places straight. So God is with you every step of the way. So when the challenges come, comfort your heart with those words. Remind yourself, listen, this didn't catch God by surprise. He knew what was coming and he's with me and he's here to fight with me. And God is inside of you and he's the victor. Man, how about that? The Bible says the greater one lives on the inside of you. How about reassuring your heart with that? That there's nothing that you're going to face that you can't overcome because the greater one lives on the inside of you. There's no sickness that's going to come your way that's going to take you out because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There's no infirmity. There's no family issue. There's no thing that's going to come your way that the power of God won't be able to deal with because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world that's the joy of serving jesus is he didn't just uh say okay now accept me and then okay head on down the road he's with us he's jehovah shama the lord is there jesus said i will i'll be with you he said i'll never leave you nor forsake you how did he fulfill that he does fulfill that by giving us the holy ghost that the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. He's our helper. You know, you can depend on him every single day. You can depend on him for the right words to say. You can depend on the Holy Ghost for the script, right scriptures to study. You know, he wants to bring you to revelation in the word. God's not holding back on you. If you're, God is not holding back on you. When you study the word, Father, I thank you that my eyes are opened. Holy Spirit, help me to see exactly what you want me to see. Let this become alive to me. He wants you to have revelation. He wants you to know him. The Bible says in in first 2 in Peter that we grow in grace by knowing Jesus Christ. We talked about that in, in the podcast called Growth Spurt. We grow in grace by knowing Jesus. I, us getting to know the Father, getting to know Jesus, getting to know God is what causes us to grow. God is not holding out on us. He wants us coming to know him. That's the whole point. But encourage yourself today. God knows the challenges. God knows the the hard places. God knows the future. God knows the victories. God knows your family. God knows the plans that he has for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future and an expected end. But he says, do you trust me? because he's got good. But do you trust me? Are you willing to take your hands off and say, Lord, I trust you. I'll just obey your voice. I'm in it to win it. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next podcast.